0: finger guns podcast how you doing my name is roscoe i am here with mr Grey
1: hicks good evening how are you mate i am very well thank you i have good 10 years. days off of work so i'm happy yep what are you going to do with these 10 days oh i'm going to do some writing i'm going to play a lot of video games i'm going to stop being lazy and uh yeah and then probably gonna do none of those things and just be lazy <laughs> fair enough fair enough perfect 10 days off i think you've earned a
0: man to be honest <laughs> holding the have- foots and stuff
1: yeah, I did a 50 mile bike ride this morning. So that was, that was my, my exercise done for that 10 day period. Jeez.
0: Yeah, I watched a four in a bed marathon today. That is also pretty impressive. Yeah. <laughs> All five episodes, man, there are some nice BMBs in this country. <laughs> really are. So we can't go to it at the moment. No, exactly. It's a very strange thing to watch. Mr. Toby Anderson. Hello. How are you, mate? Good, thanks. Um, yeah,
2: it's been a mad week.
0: What have you been doing? Mad, mad.
2: Well, not mad because of what I've been up to, because I've been in the house like usual, but I just mean mad in terms of news. Oh, yeah. In terms of games.
0: Yeah. It's been pretty crazy this week. We're going to delve into as much as we possibly can today. It's It's hard uh, to keep up. It's going to be fun. But it's been fun, isn't it? The gaming season is always a good laugh. Definitely fun. Very entertaining. Mr. Sean Davies. Howdy. How's it going, FFG? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Excellent. What a pleasant
3: interaction that was. Yeah. Wasn't it nice? Yeah. Uh, How's life in the uh, the Davies household? It is um, fantastic. Everything is hunky-dory. I'll tell you, I had burritos earlier. They were very tasty. My wife makes good burritos. And mm. uh, that is my story of the week.
0: <laughs> so if we came to your house and we were like, Sean, make us some of those amazing burritos, would Katie be uh, willing to make them for all of us? Uh, no. Oh. Well,
1: well. Uh,
3: she's she's fine. not like a chef. She's not going to be like busting out of skills for anybody. The secret ingredient in these burritos is love. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, now you just
1: made it a singular
3: market. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, she's yeah. on the side to me. <laughs> oh,
0: fine. Well, I never mind then. I guess I'll we'll have to go somewhere else. Sorry. Which famous brand sells burritos? I
3: don't know. El Paso. El Paso. Nando's. Nando's. Do they do burritos? I don't know. I don't think. I don't think. That's I don't just think it's just 100% they'd... chicken and some sauce. Chimichanga. Chimichangas.
0: Yeah. yeah does, okay. Will that do <laughs> it? Didn't Chimichangas close, or some of them? Probably. <laughs> <clothes. laughs> we'll go there then, Davies. Fine Ooh, without you. It'll be chicken.
3: Fine. <laughs>
4: And
0: finally, Mr. Paul Cullett. Hey, buddy. How's it going, man?
4: Oh, it's not too bad. It's Sunday. It's sunny. I've just had a barbecue, and it's all good. 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 And You're now I'm trying, yeah. trying to upload some things to YouTube. So hopefully, fingers crossed.
0: Awesome. Ah, yes. Our beautiful faces are coming to YouTube. Oh, my God. I oh, know. Very exciting. Good times. Uh, right, then. Let's crack on with what we've been playing. I'll, I'll go from the top again. Great kicks. What have you been playing this week?
1: I thought I'd give my Switch a little bit of love because I've neglected it recently, so I've been playing some more Breath of the Wild. And how fucking big is that game? I'm just finding new things to do with it that I, I didn't think were possible because I'm so used to that Zelda arch type of games. So having the creativity to do more things in it is, is staggering. Took out a few Guardians, um, got killed by the third one, had a tantrum, turned it off. Playing some Katana Zero. And how difficult is that game, Ross? It's not difficult, is it? It's, it's, you've got to plan ahead.
0: It's punishing, for sure. Yeah. yeah. It, takes a, it takes a few efforts.
1: It's that typical Devolver, Hotline Miami style of repeat, die, repeat, die. Yeah. Oh, no, I've nailed it. No, I've died again. Right, okay, fine. <laughs> yeah. I think you have to die in order to learn how to yeah. get past it. <laughs> yeah. On the main station, I'm playing some Call of Duty World War II because it was free. Well, free. I'm doing the air quotes. You can't see that. Playing the story of that, which is all right. For, it looks very good for a World War II game, but it's World War II. You know, we know what happened. Germans came second. Uh, What else have I been playing? I've retired Sekiro. Now I'm a Platinum Champ at it. I, however, have bought Death Stranding again. So, playing that with a more ambivalent, optimistic mindset, which is uh, good fun. And I've also been playing Desperados 3 still. And now that I can talk about it, go and buy Desperados 3, because it's very good fun. It's difficult, but it's a challenging kind of fun, difficult in a RTS real-time sort of stealth them up. I mean if you've ever played like Commandos or any of the old Desperados, it's pretty much that, but with a bit more um accessibility really. So yeah, that's been my week. Oh, it's a very varied week. Yeah, why not? I like it. Toby Anderson,
0: what have you been playing this week? So I've been playing um a
2: couple of games. Um Persona five. I've still been cracking my way through Persona Five. Must have spent a good another twenty hours on it this week. I've got new characters again, I've got through massive more story the story gets deeper and deeper and deeper every single time I go on it so it's getting it's it's really really good game really good game but again there's not a whole lot more to say on it than uh, than before it's just keep going through finding it just be better than it was even even before I played it. I played Out Buddies DX um, for on the Xbox that's my review on that was out a couple of days back, uh, or yet or even yeah, just on Saturday. So uh, that one's out now. Um, it's like a Metroid, uh, Metroidvania sort of style, but really, really Metroid, not Vania at all, um, to the point that it kind of copies the uh, the Super Metroid rolling techniques and um, and different weapons from that one as well. It's good, especially if you like a Metroidvania, but it does suffer a bit in comparison to some of the classics and Axiom Verge and things like that. So. Not the best one ever, but yeah, I had fun with it. And the last one I've mentioned is probably just um, Hammerhelm, which was a, uh, a sort of dwarf um, building sim. You build a dwarf town. It's fun. It's a lot of. Uh, it's definitely sort of an early access title. Still, it needs a bit of work. But the developer has com- commented on uh, what we said about it, which is great. And you know, he's a very hands-on sort of guy. So anyone who's interested in a help, helping, you know, sort of an early build. Game get get a little further on towards uh, completion, then uh, that's a really good one to get involved in. Um, and yeah, that's kind of it for me this week. It's, as I say, just so many hours on Persona Five that um, i have not had time for much else, to be honest. Um, too much time looking at looking at games coming out, and uh, and then going back to Persona Five straight afterwards.
0: Nice video games. There's too many of them yeah. right now. <laughs> uh, Paul Collett, have you managed to get yourself in front of a console this week?
3: Well,
4: this week I have. Well, after, after the PlayStation reveal, I went straight onto um, my games library and re-downloaded Horizon. Nice. Because I didn't complete it when I first had it. And the second game, as revealed on PlayStation reveal, just looked incredible. So I need to get up to speed with the story, ready for that game. So I've been playing that, which is like, so good. Um, I just keep forgetting how good it is and how great those, uh, those robot dinosaurs actually are up close and stuff. So... I'm playing that, and I have been playing Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, because I've got myself a, a new iPad, um, and now the PlayStation 4 pad connects to it. It's great, and I'm loving that, because one of my favourite games ever. It's still, it still plays well. I mean, you know, graphics look a bit shit, but gameplay-wise, it's still pretty good. And that's about it, really. Uh, and I've been binge-watching Ozark, so it's taken up a lot more time.
0: Cool. Um, have you managed to get the free $1 million from in the
4: I, I haven't yet, no. So, my um, task for tomorrow is to download GTA 5 again and log on and see if I can get my free dollars. And if I can, I think if, if, uh, if Grand Theft Auto uh, 5 releases on PlayStation 5 in 2021, you know, at the earliest it'd be January, so it gives us at least six million Grand Theft Auto dollars to accumulate, which is plenty. Yeah. If it's like maybe April, that's another like what, three months. Four months. So, you know, you're looking at possible $9, $10 million. So it's definitely worth logging in at least once a month. Just a
0: Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I might have to jump in.
4: Definitely.
0: I have to jump in. I remember I, last time I jumped in was the when the Diamond Casino opened.
4: Oh, that was
0: fun. Yeah. Yeah it was, yeah, it was all right. And I got myself a very swanky apartment. Nice. So the extra million would be, uh, would be pretty handy every month.
4: Yeah, if so, I want to buy it, there's a car I've been trying to save up for Friday. It's like the Night Rider car.
0: It's nice. like four
4: or five million, and I'm like, oh, what you mean? So, so this will help me get that, and I can get the flying bike as well. Happy days!
0: Awesome. Let me know. I might jump in with you.
3: Definitely.
0: I might put it on the list. <laughs>
4: yeah, on the list for <laughs> Yes.
0: Finally, Mr. Sean Davies, what have you been playing this week, sir?
3: So I managed to get a couple of hours on the Cart Rider Drift closed beta. Oh, nice. On the Xbox. Um, yeah, it's so it's going to be a free to play game, and it's one of these games that's coming out with a model of if we build it, people will spend the money and they really have built it. It's like there's, there's no pay to win. What you, what you can buy is cosmetic. It's not like you can buy car parts to make your car better. And it's, it's a straight up car racer. There's, there's no weapons. There's no items to pick up. It's, it's straight up racing and it's skill-based and it was really refreshing Um, I didn't get as long as I wanted on it um, because I had some connectivity issues one night. So I I played probably about three hours and that was probably the best kart racing three hours that I'd had in quite a long time. So I'm quite looking forward to that one. Um, So that was Kart Rider Drift? Kart Racer. Kart Rider Drift. Um, I've been playing Edna and Harvey, the Breakout Anniversary Edition, which by the time my review goes up, the embargo will have passed so I can tell you about this game. It is crazy. I didn't know how important this game was to Datalik's history. So Datalik and they started 2007 odd. This this was the second game to ever come out from them. The first game was like a movie tie-in to a German movie about one and a half nights or something. This was their first ever real hit game, and it was developed by one of the co-founders uh, while he was at university. And this this game kind of really took off in Germany. It didn't do so well in international markets because the translation wasn't wasn't great so they've basically all these years later so there's also a really cool story behind this like go and google it but it's about uh, how they how they wanted to get this game on on steam and steam gets saying no your game is crap and (laughs) and eventually steam kind of kind of just like gave in and went fine we'll put it on steam and then loads of people bought it um it's it's a really funny history but Basically, this this game is a point click adventure. It's like uh, Monkey Island-style scum games from the Luxor Classic days. You play as an, a girl called Edna who wakes up in a, a mental hospital without any memories, but she is convinced that she, she doesn't need to be there, and she is convinced to escape by her cuddly bunny whose name is Harvey. So <laughs> she's in a mental hmm. institution. And she doesn't think she should be there because the bunny told her not to be. So, <laughs> so basically, you try to escape from this this uh, sanatorium, and it's it's crazy. There's really creepy characters. The puzzles are nuts; they're bonkers puzzles. They are the kind of puzzles that you aren't entirely sure are a joke. That's just like a throwaway joke from the game, or an actual solution to a puzzle. It's just too too crazy at times, and there's so much. Backtracking. There's one. There's one puzzle that has you like go around the, the mental hospital quite a lot uh, to like trial and error. Now I'm sure if like I I will confess I looked at the guide twice to get past two puzzles I was very stuck stuck on. I didn't for this one particular puzzle because I wanted to experience what the game would be like if you didn't use a a guide, and it is rough, like really rough. Like I don't I don't want to give away the solution, but basically you're in a room and you have to. You have to go into rooms throughout the hospital and turn on or off the light in that room, and then go back to see what you did. And there's like a 10-minute jaunt between each turning on and turning off light, so it's it's really it's really creaky. It, it's a, it's a, a game from more than a decade ago, and it really shows. But the visuals have been spruced up, but the rest of the game is a bit rough. If it, I'll, there's going to be a review that, if, that that's got loads more thoughts on that, that's that's basically complete on the website right now. Um, so check that out tomorrow I've been playing Isle of Spirits which you can go and read a review about now it's a crafting game that's really light on content and has loads of cheap deaths and I find it really difficult to recommend to anybody it's got some charm but that charm runs out very quickly I've been playing Warborne so Warborn's a hex grid battle game that I wasn't allowed to talk to until this week talk, talk about until this week it's brilliant. It's one of the best strategy games I've played in a while. It's got a lot of personalities, It's got really cool characters. The units are great. They all look like Gundams. And there's a lot of strategy, not just in like moment to moment movements, because like it's turn based, uh, and each grid that you stand on has like a different effect. But you also get cover from moving into structures, so you'll take less damage. It's it's brilliant because um, it's so well balanced, and it, it's it's. Really, really cool looking too. It's got a really cool art style. So that's, that's definitely worth a check out. And I've also been playing an hour of Awake. So I was going to have a review up for this on Tuesday, but there's, there's a significant patch being released before release. So I'm not going to be able to review it for the embargo, but you can look out for my thoughts on that towards the end of this week, probably on the website. And that, oh, is my list of things I've been playing this week. Ooh. What have you been playing, Roscoe?
0: Very nice. I have been playing a game called Summer in Mara. The uh, review is up now. The embargo got lifted a little bit early, so I don't know if it means my my review was early or late, but there was essentially no embargo anymore. So it's a farming simulator with adventure options. If you remember a game called Stranded Sales, which I reviewed for Nintendo Life, I think. It's very similar to that in a way. It's kind of got a lot of Zelda elements, but not quite as polished and doesn't look fantastic. But there's a real charm to the game. And uh, your your protagonist is a girl called Koa who was rescued as a baby and uh, brought up on this very remote island. And it's a very nice kind of story. You spend a lot of the time just searching for oranges and harvesting and crafting and lots of things. But there's elements of it which are very central to the game. The mechanics that are very front and center do kind of tarnish the, the fun of the game. So your island is the only place you can craft things and grow things. So if you're going to other islands, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, that's essentially what you're doing. You're going all the way back, all the way back again, back again, back again. And the the traveling, you're in this little boat going across the sea. And it's just not fun. It's just boring. And because you have to do it over and over and over again, it kind of like, ugh makes me not really want to play it, uh, which is a shame. Uh, the review is up now on uh, thingyguns.net. If you do want to check it out, it's uh, it's very lovely. There are some cutscenes that are fully kind of a hand-drawn animation and they're absolutely fantastic. And I really wish the game just looked like that all the way through because it was really nice. I'd love to have done like a narrative-based version of the game rather than what we got, but there we go. It's perfectly fine. It's just not anything uh, all that special. I was playing a Rigid Force Redux, which, oh, God, it's hard work. <laughs> My review is up now and it's... It is, it is really good. Once I, once I cracked it, finally, yeah, you get that it's a good game, but it's not great. You know, there's so many other games similar to it, especially on Switch, which seems to be the home of the retro schmup at the moment, that just do it better. And it's difficult to try and uh, compare it. And the story was really dull. The dialogue is infuriating. Um, the best thing about this game is that you can turn off the dialogue and the story if you want to. And you can just go through each level as a bullet hell shmup, which was better because the story was dire and the dialogue was awful, Uh, so it made it more fun in that sense, but yeah, it was just a just wasn't overall very exciting, so yeah, my last couple of games I reviewed have been a bit bit disappointing, so in light of that, I've been playing uh, SpongeBob SquarePants, the battle for Bikini Bond and Rehydrated, Uh, we were very lucky to get a code for this one uh, so early I can't, obviously I can't talk about it yet Um, it's going to be maybe a couple of Episodes until I can, but uh, it's a a very nice palate cleanser after stuff like Summer and Mara and Rigid Force disappointed me. So, yeah, that's going to be my uh, my time for the week. Obviously, playing Animal Crossing still, playing Fortnite still. Fortnite, the big season ending event is tomorrow, so I'm looking forward to that. Fortnite's live events are always awesome, so I'm really looking forward to. Jumping into that, hopefully I get a place. I missed the Star Wars one, but I got in for Travis Scott. So fingers crossed I can get a spot into the big event tomorrow night. And that means that the new season is starting very, very soon. So get your battle passes, lads. I know it's only going to be me, but, you know. So, yeah, looking forward to that. And that's what I've been playing this week. Uh Yeah, not a bad week, really. I get the feeling that next weekend is going to be very different. So (laughs) I'm looking forward (laughs) to that. Yeah. Yeah, there's going to be stuff to talk about next week. Right. It is time for... Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the most exhilarating, most exciting, most electrifying video game quiz in all the world! Hosting the Finger Guns Trivia Challenge. Lock up your daughters, hold on to your butts and go absolutely uptown Funkatron for the smoothest cat in the entire podcast cosmos. It's the knowledge himself, Mr. Sean Davies!
3: Let's do a quiz. So I'll be honest, I've found this quiz in. Every single one of these questions I have taken from the internet. <laughs> I I have had a busy weekend and these these questions, <laughs> they, they, they are, they're okay. They're the best of a bad bunch. But I, I apologize for throwing this quiz in. There's no theme. It's all just general knowledge and we'll, we'll see how we get on. So if you've never done this before, I'm going to ask these guys 10 questions. And towards the end of the podcast, we'll get the answers. We'll see who wins, and whoever wins gets the moral high ground for the week. So, let's do it's this. It's all about
1: that high ground, Anakin. <laughs>
3: that's right,
1: yeah.
3: <laughs> I hate you!
1: <laughs>
3: anyway. I hate you! <laughs> the film! Right. That's, that's, you that's, were the chosen one! You are my brother! <laughs> you were supposed <laughs> to
1: defend them, but I join them! Master Jedi, I'm scared!
3: <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs>
1: What are we going to do?
3: That kid would be the foot. Like he wouldn't finish that sentence. Just flip. You you do not know how much PTSD you're giving me right now. <laughs> <laughs> that that film, man, that film doesn't exist. That's Was fantastic. I can't believe how many
2: lines of it you know so well. You've watched it way more than I have. <laughs> she and just pretended died. it didn't exist.
3: <laughs> no. Oh my
4: god! When Darth Vader does that no thing, I just. Uh, oh, you know what's really worse? It's when they edited it into
1: Return of the Jedi. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's, there's, a,
3: there's, there's a part of uh, Star Wars, is it Rebels? Uh, where, where they include it, and I literally spat out pop. <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> anyway, let, let's get, let's get this, this thing done. Okay, question one Which rapper group were the first to have their own video game and custom console controller? Rapper group.
4: <laughs> rapper <laughs> Alright Boomer.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> Salt and Pepper.
3: Which hippity hop artist? <laughs> okay. One, which rap group were the first to have their own video game and custom controller? Mm-hmm. Oh, Millennium oh, rap music. Oh I do know this,
1: because oh. controllers are fucking nightmare. Do you want the name of the
3: game as well? Uh no. Just no. which which rapper group? <laughs> which urban music artists <laughs> um okay question two what type of animal is sonic's companion knuckles it's
2: always nice when you definitely get out of the zero <laughs> you know, range
1: That's what, you don't, what you don't want to know is how many dicks they've got <laughs> I, do, I do know what you're getting at there yeah <laughs>
3: they have a lot okay question two what type of animal <laughs> is Sonic's companion Nuggles?
2: for a bonus, how many dicks does it have?
3: <laughs> oh lord okay, uh, question three, what is the name of the primary world upon which the world of warcraft takes place?
0: Uh, question, for, question for nerds, that one.
3: Yep. Bloody that's why I'm asking you guys. Oh wait, no, I know it. <laughs> Oh, burn! Take burn! Uh, question 3. What is the name of the primary world upon which the World of Warcraft takes place?
1: I mean, I, I think I know the land, but I don't think that's the planet, I don't know. What's the
4: World of Warcraft, anyway?
3: Yes. Okay, question four. I only know this because of the bloody movie. Which was a good movie, don't know. Okay, question... Let's move on before we go into the <laughs> one. Sean Rage!
2: This quiz <laughs> is uh, getting derailed.
3: <laughs> question, question four. The protagonist in Grand Theft Auto via City was voiced by which actor? Question four. The protagonist in Grand Theft Auto via City was voiced by which actor?
1: Oh, Timmy Mermicelli. Who knows God. what that reference is?
3: I can
0: picture his face. What was his bloody name? Erg!
3: All I know is, for as long as you could remember. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Question five. According to the Overwatch law, what is the name of the enemy organisation that Overwatch fights against?
1: Never played it. Fuck knows. Never played it. I've been derailed by the question five. Yep. <clears throat> is it the
3: Horde? For the Horde! Um. Question five According to Overwatch law, what is the name of the annual enemy organisation that Overwatch fights against?
4: Absolutely no idea. Yep, fuck that.
1: Underwatch. Un- undersight.
3: Underplayed by the sounds of it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. For, for real, we're all
1: console gamers, you know. actually. Apart from Toby, who's to bring out the bulk of the PC <laughs> gaming. I uh, you yeah, still can't. I probably can't run that though. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Question six What is the biggest open world game ever made? Um, As in the biggest map, or the biggest open world game ever made.
1: You know, when you watch those videos and it shows the the map and then the, that, bigger, that map and then the bigger map. But that doesn't mean anything. Is it, which, as in biggest selling? Biggest what? Like.
2: The biggest actual map.
1: Right, that's what I asked. And Sean repeated his question. Biggest playable area. Thank you.
2: It's something really obscure and old school that was just no, way, way bigger than.
1: I don't think it is. I think it's one of those really obvious ones that. Because it's so vast that no one gives a shit.
0: I'm going to go wide on this one. I'm going to take a punt. Okay. Because. It's a very big playable area. Yeah, yeah I think
4: I'll feel I'm in your safe wavering for uh, Mr. Oscar. What's
3: the oh, name oh, of that? I'm thinking
2: of a game and I can't remember the name of it at all.
3: It, it, it's really nice to see you all working together. <laughs> no comparing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It just makes a, a difference for all the Googling. That's that's all. Okay. <laughs> question a <laughs> question seven. Uh, question seven, which game coined the phrase quick-timed events?
1: Ah, another one that really brought it into
3: the mainstream. But... Question seven, which game coined the phrase quick-timed events?
1: Which game should be into the sun for coining quick-timed events? Hmm. Ah, I don't know.
3: Okay. Question eight. What is the name of the armoured vehicle in the original Halo Combat Evolved?
4: Oh, back on track.
3: So, Question eight. What is the name of the armoured vehicle in the original Halo Combat Evolved? I'll take the real name or what everyone calls it.
0: Oh shit! Sorry.
4: You <laughs> absolute dickhead. Because I was struggling, and it just like, popped into my head. <laughs> oh.
0: My penchant okay. for just singing out loud has been the has been the.
3: Yeah, that's doing your oh, ears. If you lose on a, a tiebreaker now, uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Question nine: What is the name of Crash Bandicoot's sister?
2: Yeah, again, when you know you've not got zero, that's good. That's cool.
3: Toby's got <sighs> two. <laughs> I've, I've, I think I've got two, yeah. <laughs> Toby, two out of ten, yeah. Oh, dear. question okay. nine What is the name of Crash Bandicoot's sister? No, uh, 2018 character. Two Bears ID character. Two Toby something.
4: Do you want read Two Bears
3: Is that before the what? war? Okay. I, I, no, I, I can't think of... You'll have the to, get, to that, yeah, get back Where to me about that? it if two, there is two, one. 2, two <laughs> ton
4: Toby something. Two-toned Toby something. Oh, no.
2: <laughs> don't want it to be a real fat guy. Okay. Oh,
4: just me,
0: then. Uh, it sounds familiar, <laughs> but honestly can't place it. You um, don't want that nickname, Toby, two out of ten, do you? Yeah,
2: not, no, I, I, I
0: don't. I don't. <laughs> it can be It's like Father Finger
2: Guns. No one wants it, do they? No,
1: no.
4: Can I have permission to Google this geezer's name? I swear. No.
1: No, oh, we'll do so it after. We'll do it later. Surely you've got enough tabs open with your answers. <laughs> hey.
3: <laughs> okay. Question ten. What twenty-seven minutes? monitor, It's fine. <laughs> Qu- question ten. Nolan Bushnell, who founded Atari in 1972, also founded which American restaurant chain? Question you, ten. Yeah. Good question. Nolan Bushnell, who founded Atari in 1972, also founded which American restaurant chain?
1: Does he do a lot of voice acting with Troy
3: Baker?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and somehow got booked to host Game Radar's uh, future game show last night. Ah, oh, that was lovely. Yeah. That was.
2: Yeah. Well, that was so was nice. he hosting it? Or was he, he? was just talking with that other bloke about one game, wasn't it?
3: No, no, no that was that was Troy Baker. He's talking about. None the North did the entire of the. Oh. Um, yeah, Troy,
2: yeah, Troy Baker did one game. A hell singer one.
1: Yeah. I still find it weird they're both going to be in Dirt Five.
3: Yeah, they can't be separated anymore. They're just like <laughs> buy one get one free. On free they have
1: be- They have become trolling.
3: <laughs> nice. Okay, and that was all ten questions.
1: I like to console myself that I've hopefully done better than Toby. <laughs> but then that's kind of like looking better looking than Stevie Shemmy. It's not really much of a victory, is it?
3: Oh, that's a bit harsh. It's yeah. Toby.
1: He's got a re- <laughs> he's got a reputation to uphold.
2: <laughs> I think we'll I think we'll uphold it today.
0: <laughs> yeah. Righty, thank you very much, John.
4: Um, i just interject quickly. It was a character in Two Then ID called two, two Ton Tony Tubbs. There you go. Uh, um, but it's Tony. Well, I oh, was it Tony. Or was it Toby? Oh, it's Tony. I'm sorry, but Tony is yeah. close enough. It is, yeah. but I close get enough. called Tony a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but why? So you your name.
0: Right then. Should we talk about the PS5? (laughs) Good stuff. Um, Now, before we go on, Sean, the internet is mad at you. What have I done now? I had four, count them, four messages from people who had listened to our listen-along reaction on the Thinking Guns podcast episode, which is available now, saying, Sean said there was going to be Batman. Oh, no, I know.
3: uh, you've got Plain a lot yourself. to
0: answer
1: for. Yeah, I thought I thought Paul said there was going to be Batman. No, no, it was
4: definitely Sean. Was not that
3: intelligent. No, <laughs> I, I I was as gutted as you are, but I don't know if you've seen the news about Warner Brothers being not for sale. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> that that might have put a bit of a damper on it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think they might have taken it out last minute? It was the show wasn't as long as it was advertised for. Yeah. Okay, would you like to publicly apologise to our listeners? Oh, I, I absolutely would like to apologise for misleading you and believing that it was Batman. I I was similarly misled, and I was also just as gutted.
1: That doesn't sound like an apology. It sounds like a diversion. No, I, I mean, I'm, I'm in the sorry same boat. That you're upset. <laughs> yeah, it was one of it was one of those. I too okay. am upset, so I'm
2: not sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> if I've offended you. <laughs>
3: uh, what What am I supposed to say here? What, how am I supposed to apologise for this? Uh, simple man i apologize for lying (laughs) (laughs) okay is that what have i done now yeah that's yeah all right
0: okay there we go we can all move on uh right if you have no idea what we're talking about you may have noticed that the playstation 5 was revealed this week and we've been talking about it a hell of a lot and we're going to talk about a lot more we don't have a lot of time at the end of our reaction podcast to talk in depth about what we thought about certain things so that's what we're going to do now along with uh, clear up some of the random news that was released people thought certain things were certain things but they aren't so we're going to clear them up as we go along so I'm going to go for an reaction first from uh, Mr. Toby Anderson I think you're okay. still on cloud nine aren't you from that event
2: yeah I, I really enjoyed it um I think I think Sony did uh, a very good job. It was far more entertaining and um, a lot more sort of wow moments than I was actually expecting there to be. You know, I was excited. You knew I was excited when I when I, when we sat down to watch it. But the um, after watching the Xbox one, I was a little bit sort of you know just be careful here. Don't <laughs> don't think it's going to be too good. But it was it was really fantastic. There were some really fantastic like standout things in there as well, such as. Uh, Ratchet and Clank coming back um, after a long hiatus. The, uh, as Paul's mentioned, Horizon, Horizon Forbidden West. Fantastic mm. news. To, to, <laughs> to, I just, yeah, that that's what's put me on cloud nine. That one, um, but um, that one's getting a lot of headlines. It's, uh, it, you know, no one, no one doesn't know that that one's out now because um, it was just so so popular the first one anyway. But yeah, it, it seems to be that um, Aloy is going you know going west to the forbidden west a new valley a new open map um the the robot dinosaurs don't look like dinosaurs anymore they look like a whole slew of mammal looking things so there's a there was a mammoth in there there was a like a, a warthog looking thing in there um there was some flying ones there was a great big turtle um so I mean, that's not a mammal but there was um, just then they're not they weren't reptiles they weren't all reptiles um the original had a couple of ones that weren't like the uh, you know like the the ones you the one you rode and the, the sort of the ones that you farmed a bit but the majority of them were very dinosaur-y so anyway it's, it's interesting that there might be a new sort of ecology to it as well um, and I'm hoping for just another great amazing story to go with it and loads more bow firing mechanical crafting goodness um, because it was just awesome and yeah, I mean there were there were loads of other ones as well. I can mention loads if you want, but I'll let other people talk about most you know other ones as well. But um let me mention uh Kenna. So Kenna Bridge of Spirits is uh possibly the one that came up first that I was like apart from maybe Ratchet, which came up before that, but Kenna was just the one that I was like blown away by really. That I I love cutesy little animal-based ones like that um and just the whole um there's these little creatures called the rots which are little little black beanie baby looking things and um if they're not made into little plushies i I don't know someone's missing a trick in the merch department there so they definitely should be but you kind of you collect them and you find them through throughout the world and then you build them into a little team of, of little rot guys like a pikmin sort of a team that can help you move you know blocks and open doors and, and then they can also help you fight and they can form a shield and all sorts of really really fun stuff it looks it looks super cute super lush colors and and just one of those sort of you know corruption natural world stories that i i really kind of enjoy so that one was the other one that really stood out i mean there was a whole bunch you know odd world looks amazing um Project Athia, which we've got like two seconds of, um, which I, probably no one else will mention, but Square Enix is back with something that looks looks incredible, but we saw like five seconds of it. And um, yeah, so I'll, I'll let other people talk about the rest of them. But um, I suppose the last thing I should talk about before I'm hand off is um, the box. So <laughs> we've been talking about the box. I know um, it's a good-looking box. Um, I usually don't really care uh, what they look like. Um, certainly the PS3 and the PS4 didn't really make me think they looked very interesting at all they're just sort of black um one of them's quite a dumpy box um the the ps4 at least is a bit swish but um this one's a very interesting design and i know it's got a lot of hate and a lot of love um online and it's been you know new colors everywhere and it's um i I think it's really cool i think they've they went with that two tone so they could do you know a hundred different um exclusive versions of that console Um, definitely seems to lend itself to that um, but yeah, I'm absolutely psyched. Um, I'll be buying one. I don't even care if it costs 500 or 500, 599 as I saw the other day. Um, I'll have to trade something in for that, bit, but I can definitely do it. I'll, um, I'll be the first with it, and I'll get the codes for those games. <laughs> It'll be great. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, we'll see.
2: <laughs> um, so yeah, what, what did everyone else think?
0: Uh, so something on uh, that project Athia. there's oh, been yeah. a lot of talk going around that that is a codename they use in house for possible final fantasy games it doesn't look like the tiny little bits
2: of um leaked there's been one or two leaked screenshots or so of final fantasy 16 um i suppose i suppose any square square Soft, square enix property probably could look like Final Fantasy 16 these days, um, because they're not they're not known for um, you know, having dodgy graphics and things in any of their games really. Um so I suppose it could be. Um I'd I'd be very interested if that's what we saw because that lo- looks like a lot of available movement. But mm. I'll take I'll take Greg's line from previous podcasts in that I have been burned very hard by um Square Enix in the past, especially with Final Fantasy 15. So when that was Final Fantasy versus 13. It was, you know, there was a, all sorts of dashing mechanics and flying and, and phasing in and out of things and jumping onto airships. And it looked incredible. And then when you got the game, it was pants, absolute <laughs> pants. And all of the good stuff had been taken out and replaced with a bit of cooking and some camping with your mates. And it was shit. Um, so, you know, <laughs> Okay. I, I'm very disappointed with that one. So we'll see. Project Athia
0: right now looks cool. Yeah, indeed. Uh, Paul Collett, talk to us about uh, what you thought of the event and your, uh, your, your designer view of the box.
4: So um, Sony are very clever at what they do. They, 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 they sort of do it each time there's a new console. They always seem to do the competition one way or another, whether it be coming up cheaper or just better games. If you remember when the PlayStation 1 turned out, they, they dropped it £100 cheaper than the Saturn. Saturn just, like, sank. So, um, it feels a lot like that at the moment with the, with the Xbox Series X reveal, which was very like, low-key, very... As, as hard as these presenters tried to make it like a wow factor, it was just not a wow factor. It was terrible. Uh, and then Sony came along and they said, hey, man, here's some games, all first-party exclusives. They look great. Have a look. And they done it. And then at the end, they revealed the console. And it is again, it's completely different from what you probably expect. Um, and everyone's talking about it. I mean, you know, and it's always in a good way. Whether you hate or, or like the design you are talking about, it, and that's a good thing. And even the Xbox fans uh, on Twitter are now talking about the PlayStation. Do you know what I mean? So they've really, they really, they know how to launch console. They know how to like have these moments where people go, wow, man, that's just, that's just flipping amazing. And, you know, the games they showed off, um, you know, they didn't show all the hand at once. They showed off Ratchet and Clank and Horizon, which look amazing, Spider-Man. Um, you know, and some other new IPs, which look great. I mean, Stray, I don't know what sort of game that's gonna be, but that, that uh, trailer they showed just looked fantastic, the robots, the TV heads. And it just it just leaves you asking questions. What's, what, what's next? What's happening? How does it work? And and I think that's how you should do a launch. Rather than saying, hey man, here's the Xbox Series X, it's more of the same. It does exactly what you've done before, but it's better graphics. It's the most powerful console. I'm not going to anymore. It's all about the games. And That's what it should be about, really. And Sony, funny I think know that. They, they they failed in the PS3, they learned from their mistakes and they came back to the PS4, absolutely nailed it. And then I think they're gonna do the same to PS5. Um the design, uh well it's you know, it, it's it's uh, a marmite design. I I actually really like it. Not, mainly because uh it looks like it will quite happily fit alongside the uh, UII design way before it came out, so I'm quite happy with that. Um, I thought
0: that when I saw it, I was like Oh, shit, Paul's UI could fit perfectly with this thing. I know, right? Blue and
4: white? I had it yeah, right. Black? <laughs> Man. Um, so, Sony, you know, if you want a designer to help you along, just let me know. But I think I think it's great. I think they... I mean, every place apart from the first one, the PlayStation console had been known to be in black. Um, they've they absolutely changed it up. It's white now and blue, and the blue's this really vibrant, bright PlayStation blue. And it just... It all just looks nice, you know? And it's, like, it's almost like they've kind of like... The PlayStation 4 is the end of a, a chapter of say traditional gaming, should we say? And PS5 is the start of a new chapter for Sony, who are then going to develop uh, you know, a new way to play. I mean, there's no doubt there'll be a VR headset coming out soon. Um, and and you know, maybe the designer console has something to do with that VR, I'm not sure, but it just feels like it's a, a, a next generation step up. It's not like the Series X feels like it's an Xbox One X Plus, whereas the PS5 now feels like it's a PlayStation, brand new PlayStation 5, mega powerful. Uh, so much stuff to you know go along with it. They've got like a, a remote control, which is like what does that do? That's quite interesting. They've got these three D headphones. Now if these headphones are anything like the headphones you've got the VR headset with the three D sound that they they uh, put puts the word uh, gave you <laughs> um was great. And if you got that on all your games and these headphones and that's that's fucking great. And then you put a VR headset along with that, you're like, absolutely winning. So um I thought the event was great. I mean I as I said at the time, I wasn't particularly excited for the reveal, but as soon as the graphics started happening, I got hyped and I'm still hyped. It's a day one for me. Um, and I'm just really interested to see what they do. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, every time Xbox do an event, say, hey man, here's some new Xbox Series X games, then Sony's going to just drop God of War. And then the Xbox do something else. And Sony'll drop something else. And they always, I think, Sony will always be one step ahead, sort of worry, well, not worry, but I struggle to think how Xbox. Are actually going to win or achieve what they hope to achieve uh, this generation because mm. it seems the hype. all around a PlayStation. The only the only thing I can think that's a negative is the cost. Uh, there's rumours going around that It's five nine nine, but that's not terrible. Uh, but then it's also feasible that uh, you know these new dual sense controllers will be seven quid. There's yeah. a new camera you're going to need. what's that fifty quid? Uh, you know you don't know. Um, but the cost, uh, if you want all of it, it could start to to mount up a little bit, but. You know, until they announce the prices, we can only speculate. So I'm not going to worry about that just yet. I'm just going to enjoy watching those traders over and over again because they, you know, they look great and uh, I'm, I'm excited and I can't wait for it. That's awesome. I'm glad you're excited. Yeah, I know. It makes a change, right?
0: It really does. <laughs> it's <laughs> nice that you're super hyped about something.
4: I oh, know. No, I'm excited too. It's good. It's a good feeling.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, people were talking about the box. Like, uh, there was an interesting image going around on Reddit uh, this week that the PS5, when it's stood up, is taller than the Series X and taller than the PS3. Wow. So, yeah, people are saying it's a bit of a beast, this thing. But that's well, uh, there's nothing particularly wrong with that. It's just it's going to look imposing and powerful.
4: Well, um, I don't think it will, though, because because of the way it's designed. It, 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 I, don't, I mean, if you've got to take the Xbox Series X, it's just a black box, a rectangle, mm-hmm. like a fridge. That's going to, no matter where you put that, it's just going to look like a black box. Whereas the PS5, it's a little bit more sleek. It's got some like LED lights on it, make it look pretty, you know. And it's got two tones, so I think it will blend in, you know, where we've got like a glass uh, TV cabinet or wooden one. I think it will just sit there and look nice. Mm. I, don't, I can't see it being imposing, um, you know. The only thing that might be imposing the fucking fan noise because the PlayStation's are notorious for loud fans. So, well, I think uh, it's Haven't, haven't fans, they uh, said, fixed.
2: Haven't they said a lot of stuff about the fans? Yeah. There was something about there being six or eight fans or something in there very deliberately to make sure it doesn't make any noise. Yeah, I think but that's probably why so it's so big. Uh,
4: yeah, I mean, if that's the case, I'm fine. I'm, well, I'm all for it, because the noise those was, fans make is just like, unbelievable. Yeah,
2: there it was true. something about it being not a fan as well. It was something about it being a cooling system um, so that it didn't make
4: any noise. Interesting. Well, if, that's, if that's the case, I'm all over it. I'm not,
0: I'm not uh, excited to hear what my PS4 sounds like playing The Last of Us at the weekend. It's going to be insane. Man. Uh, Mr. Greg Hicks, and now you've had a couple of days, what are your overall thoughts on the PS5 event?
1: Well, my only sort of real concern is that having the console horizontal isn't going to fit in my Kallax unit.
0: Oh, yeah, that's a point.
1: Because the Xbox One doesn't. And it's, if it's going to be taller than that, then I'm screwed. PS4 Pro fits nicely in there with a little bit of side ventilation. I mean, it still sounds like it's taking off. But, yeah, it means I'm going to have to make up more room to put it on there somehow and yeah it's gonna be a bit awkward uh otherwise yeah i mean i'm not really too fussed about the design you know i see all the jokes about it looking like a modem and i'm like yeah i get that Huh, oh, it was funny the first time i'm more interested in the games really but uh yeah i mean as, as i've said before i've kind of been burned by trailers not being representations of their final product no matter what they say or not say but yeah there's like a handful of games really that i'm so excited about and i wasn't really that bothered about resident evil 8 or village as we're calling it but now i am so that looked pretty interesting it's gonna be i see they're carrying on with the first person thing that resident evil 7 carried on with uh, which resident evil 7 sort of started so that'll be good but i hope it doesn't devolve into just over-the-top action like the end of resident evil 7 Deathloop's one of my sort of top games to take away from that presentation my first thought was Dishonored in Space or you know, Dishonored in the future. There wasn't really a lot that... I mean, obviously Horizon, that's going to be incredible. Hitman 3 is going to be solid, even though I haven't finished Hitman 2 yet. So I think I've got time to get around to doing that. But I mean, I don't know. I'm still not going to be able to get one at launch. I mean, I probably could afford one, but I don't think I will. Just because I want to wait and see what actually comes out of it. Because I mean, I didn't get my PS4 at launch. I waited a few months after until there was some actual games out for it really I mean I bought I bought a PS4 because Thief looked really good on it so what do I know um yeah (laughs) I mean I'm excited but I'm sort of cautiously excited about it so if I don't sound very enthused it's because I don't want to like get so excited for games that end up being cancelled or changed you know like um Mm. Pragmata that looked interesting that was we, we thought it was the Ludens thing from um uh Kojima didn't we and then it turned out to be a guy in a spacesuit walking through a city and then gets is it—is it a city? Is it a Truman Show style dome? Were mm. they in space? Were they actually in space? And you got Stray, which what was because I said, Oh, it's that cat game when we were watching the, the live reaction thing. I went, oh, it's that game you play was a cat. What was that originally called?
0: Uh, it was called the HK Project, so the Hong
1: Kong Project. Uh, okay, so I guess yeah. in, it's the same one that's devolved uh, into that. Into yeah,
0: that. yeah, according to where was I reading it today or last night? And they said that it was originally the Hong Kong project four years ago, right? And it's just been in like intense development
1: ever since. Yeah, so I remember looking at that and thinking that looks like an insane platformer where you play as a cat. So I'm quite excited about that. Um, Yeah, I mean, Returnal. What the hell is that all about with its stupid name? No good. Yeah, but we didn't see any gameplay of that, did we? Well, we did. It was like a weird third person shooter, which didn't look any more. Yeah, you
0: were were getting excited until you weren't.
1: I actually said, I hope this isn't a generic third person. Oh, it is. Oh, it is. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, I don't want to be like the naysayer. I'm looking forward to it, but I'm looking forward to it with an asterisk. You know, I want it to be amazing and I want to carry on that level of excitement that I had last week, uh, the other day when it was broadcast. Yeah. But I want these games to deliver on what they're promising. We're we're at an age now where we should be able to get the product that's been advertised to us and not like falling on pretense of trailers and then going, oh, the actual... Game doesn't look like this. It's changed several durations, or that kind of thing. So yeah, if it sounds like I'm not, I am. I'm just, I'm just not, you know pessimistically optimistic, like cautiously optimistic.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, no. That's, that's 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 pessimistically
1: a optimistic. Yeah. That's that's you all over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, my, it's my wordy way of saying cynical. That's the word um, <laughs> Yeah, like I, I have that excitement in mind that I had on Thursday, but I just I want to see them come to fruition before I get excited.
0: No, that's fair. I mean, we don't know anything about the launch lineup yet.
1: No, exactly. And um, I don't want to be in like, hype for games that still get pushed back or cancelled, like scale bound, things like that. So, yeah. We yeah. saw
0: a few that were dated holiday 2020. Whether that means launch, nobody really knows yet.
1: No, I mean, well, Spider Man, Mars Morales is going to be PS4 as well, isn't it? So, I don't think so. Or is it? Well,
2: Spider Man does say holiday
1: 2020. Yeah. Oh, no, Mars
0: Morales has been confirmed that there was a lot of talk going around that it was an expansion, that it was a <laughs> it's it was, it was, going
1: it's a standalone game. In
0: addition for a remaster it has been confirmed by Insomniac themselves that it's a standalone game in a similar vein to the Lost Legacy was to Uncharted. Yeah. So that but, looks like a possible launch title, but we don't know for sure.
1: if it you know it could be PS4 as well, I'm hoping. Um, yeah, I mean just just to sort of summarize about waffling on. Yeah, I am excited, but I'm just I w I want wanna see things come to light first and until mm. I see like a solid like pre-order slash box slash, you know, more evidence of the game than just the trailer, then yeah, I will be hyped. Cool. But we know for like horizons coming and I'm very excited about that. Yeah. Awesome.
0: Yeah. I think I don't know about Spidey on PS4 because I think I was thinking like months ago, there was this kind of like behind closed doors tech reveal of what the SSD could do Hmm. on PS5. And it was using Spider Man as an example of how much faster and smoother Spidey could swing through New York. And so I'm sort of thinking that Mars Morales might be a a kind of a a massive tech tech demo. Yeah. But that technology, Uh, I don't know for sure. but
1: Yeah, I mean, like, I'm in no rush to play it straight away. Um, But, yeah, I mean, like, I'll be hyped for it. Cool.
0: Uh, Finally, uh, Sean Davies, how are you feeling about
3: PS5, sir? I'm very excited. Um, Just a a few things. So uh, Spider-Man Mars Morales isn't coming to the PS4. It's gonna be PS Five. Yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah, that's all right. Um, Kill Loop. Um, that has one of the most ingenious multiplayer aspects Deathloop. I've ever seen. Death Loop. Sorry, Death Loop. I keep calling it Kill Loop for some reason. Um, so Death Death Loop. Do you know how you you had that main character, um, that we saw in the trailer, but then you had that that woman towards the end of the trailer? Um, she is another character, and basically, whenever you want. You can press on, press on multiplayer, and you will join a random person's game in the world and try to kill them. So what? Yeah, your I game. Don't
1: know, I'm getting Resident Evil Six vibes from that.
3: That's the whole point.
1: So it's like it's supposed to be
3: like an asy- asymmetrical multiplayer game where you are versus whoever invades your game plus the game world. So it's like spy versus spy, but the other spies are human, and the world itself.
1: I hope that's not a permanent fixture. I hope you can opt out of that because.
3: So I think it was Get Even tried this and it didn't work very well. Yeah. But everyone's kind of um, saying that it works very well from those who have tried it. So, you know, it, it's an interesting take, but it, it's it's an immersive sim with multiplayer, which I do think has is, is done, been done not recently. So that's something to be excited about. But yeah, the, I mean, the event itself, very hyped. It was brilliant. It's something for everybody, you know, for, for people who like every genre, there was just stuff there. It was just an excited event. I sat down with the kids and I showed them all of the the age appropriate trailers. They they went nuts for Ratchet and Clank, nuts. Like my my seven year old started clapping that much that the other told him to shut up. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I showed them Horizon, just just the trailer, just like what what is this? And that was like a game, and they were like whoa. Um, Spider Man. It, they, they just went nuts for it. They, like everything that was in there, there was. It, it's a very, you know, a family-friendly presentation. If you just take out all the stuff that wasn't meant for the kids, so like Little Big Planet, they were like, "Wait, you can swing at it now, and you can go in this direction." It was just a great, great presentation. Um, and when I told them that none of these games were out, and they came, they're coming out towards the end of this holiday, and they're coming out on the PS5, they were, they looked well, Archer in particular just looked devastated. Like, Daddy, I want to play it now. So, so, you know, it's a brilliant presentation. And and it's it's how you do a console presentation. You know, the box, honestly, if we hadn't seen the box, I'd still be willing to put the money down because of what we saw in that presentation. And not a lot of it is, is revolutionary. A lot of it's evolutionary because a lot of these games have probably been in development for consoles previously. Some of these probably weren't meant to be PS5 launch titles. You know, I don't think uh, Miles Morales was supposed to be on the PS5 as a launch title. I mean, uh, Sackboy's Big Adventure definitely wasn't supposed to be on PS5 as a launch title. So so these games aren't taking the best use of the PS5 yet. That being the fact, and them still being as impressive as they were, is just just massively impressive. And I'm very much looking forward to seeing whatever Sony put out between... There's, there's rumours of another event happening in August um, this year. Which is is supposed to be like your. This is what's coming out. This is the. This is going to be the final launch lineup kind of event. So yeah, it's it a very exciting show, and I'm, I can't wait to see more. Nice. So I'm
0: assuming a uh, PS5 will be present in the Davies household I mean, on launch it's, day. It's, it's going to have to be
3: entered. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I did want to talk about so. As soon as it finished, I went off and watched some some hot takes, some reaction videos. And there was there was one in particular that was talking about the design of the PS5 and how it was very obvious. This person said it was very obvious that the old digital edition of the PS5 was designed first and then they decided to make a wonky looking one with the disk drive in. Hmm. And I take the point. Like the 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 PS5 digital edition looks very symmetrical and very nice. But the PS5 disc drive one looks just as nice. It's it's a it's an odd criticism. Does it? What? Does it though? I now, mean, have you have you seen it lying down? I have know, seen it with, lying
0: down, and it's with, yeah. the,
1: the disc the disc drive being maybe at the you bottom. should sit up and look at it then. Yeah, I, uh, I
3: prefer the disc uh,
2: drive one.
0: Uh, you see, I I when you see them both side by side, the disc drive just adds a real kind of weird curvy to the bottom right of it. It's like a bear belly on yeah.
3: the bottom of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just
0: it's, uh, cold that's cold exactly cold. it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Basically the, the PS5 digital edition is it's so beautiful. And, uh, it it makes me want it more because that kind of extra dimension that the disk drive adds,
3: it just I don't know, it irritates me. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really know why. It is like not symmetrical. I think that's the bit that puts everybody off. Like you look at the, the digital one and it's like you could cut that down the middle and it would look exactly the same either side. The other one, you cut it down the middle and you've got like one half of what looks like a little bit of a multi-console, and the other one that looks normal. So yeah, i, I like I take the criticism, but I don't think they ever designed the this version to look worse than the old digital edition. No, I, I mean think.
0: they're already, they they can only put it in and then use the space they have. Or create yeah. space for it to fit. It's 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 completely fair, but yeah, I think lying down. I think the digital edition is going to just be that little bit, little bit sleeker.
3: See, see, lying down, I prefer the the disc version because it looks like it's going to be like sturdier. I guess having kids, the, my first thing is, how easy are they going to knock this over? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm thinking that this drive is going to give it a bit more sturdiness. It's going to be harder to pull off a wall or a cabinet or a, a, a bootcase shelf or whatever. So. Hmm.
0: I think you're going to have to get a new shelf very high up and just put it uh, on that.
3: <laughs> the true story. Like we have, we have our TV about five inches from the ceiling nailed to the wall. And about four inches below that we have a shelf. <laughs> 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 it's, it's a true story. Like all of my devices are so high because the mm. kids we've, we've lost so many consoles, rest in peace consoles. Um, but yeah, it true story. It's going up there. It'll be fine. Oh, can you imagine? Hey, uh,
0: Sean, uh, Greg, Paul, Toby, and I were going to jump on their uh, death leap. Do you want to join us? Oh, can't they smashed the console? <laughs> no. Yeah.
3: yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. That wouldn't be my reaction. My reaction would be fuck you all. I'm <laughs> so fucking angry right now. Fuck this, fuck that. <laughs> Does anybody want a child?
0: Yes. Or seven. I, I don't know how many you have. I can't remember. Five. God damn That's it. That's it. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Thanks. Grant. something i really want from
2: the um the software on the playstation 5 steam have a wish list it's a simple thing just to have a wish list um amazon have it steam have it you can put all your games on there there's no way you can buy everything that you want and the last the last week or so with the amount of games that have been announced the uh the list writer in me or i don't know what it is just wants to keep track of them somehow um, and it always, it's always frustrated me that the PlayStation 4 and, and PlayStation 3 had all these massive digital catalogs and no wish list. So just do a Steam. List. How? What? I've been looking for this for years. It's on the web browser. Yeah. yeah but not on, the, not on the store when you're on the machine. It's on the web browser store. I'm going to have to have a look at this
3: now. Oh, oh God! We, we've we've improved Toby's life. <laughs> You're welcome. <Yeah. laughs>
2: it's, if in that case, it's hidden away too much and needs to be far more UI friendly. But still, but still, that's sure. cool. Okay.
0: Uh, yeah, that. Assumedly, uh, that'll be a thing they carry over. I hope so. Gifting, gifting is the other thing I want. Yes. Yeah.
3: That's I really it. want to be able to send my kids games. Oh, yeah. oh, your kids games. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Or, or you guys, you know? Oh, I mean, mate, no, come come you're you're also my kids. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. I want a really old school demo
2: disc as well to come in the box, like a play, like PlayStation One. Oh, you fucking know hell. it's just a man'sy,
0: isn't it? Uh, <laughs> is just great, man. It's only just been revealed.
2: Jeez. I want a real old school. And I want, one, and you know? I want a memory card. <laughs> I want a memory card. I do.
0: <laughs> well, there's um, there's an SSD uh card slot in, in the front of the console. Which you'll have to probably suffice. need to uh, to expand your storage because, good lord, this game is going to be huge.
2: So Do we know how uh, big the onboard hard drive is.
0: No, has it, not been announced it, yet.
3: The, it could the, be like the, one terabyte, maybe. The, the specs in the the current dev build of the console is less than a terabyte. It's something like nine hundred and eighty-eight gigabytes. But the one thing that apparently is is going to be a, a big bonus for this is be, because the game can load so much storage. Um, very quickly they're saying that game downloads will actually be far less Mm. because you only need to install the texture once and it'll load it repeatedly very quickly so apparently we will actually get smaller games in the next generation interesting as long as they uh, (laughs)
0: fix the the copying oh fucking hell because that has to stop (laughs) please drives me bloody mental it's like okay the download's finished let's go oh wait what copying Okay. Oh, it's copying the entire game. Often takes longer Great. than the download. Yeah. They're, they're relaying the game onto your hard drive. And it's like, oh, that has to end. It's got to. Funny nightmare. So, yeah, we're all feeling uh, pretty darn good about the, uh, the PS5 reveal. Bravo, Sony. Uh, a couple of things about Ratchet and Clank. Ratchet and Clank, that was, that was gameplay. in something I have confirmed that entire trailer was ripped from the game. Which is insane. Which is amazing. Yeah. Absolutely insane when you think about it, because obviously it's... And it's, why would they lie? Exactly. <laughs> and they've, you know, the, the, the big thing was, of course, the dimensions and how they were jumping from one level to another and how it was seemingly loading in seconds. And then and something I was tweeting today, like, yeah, that's the SSD drive. That's what it does. Enjoy. That's very exciting. It's like a tech demo for the actual process itself, isn't
2: it? They design a gun that opens rifts into other levels in order to demonstrate the loading of other levels. Mm-hmm. It's exactly yeah. what they would do as a, as a first-party developer.
3: Yeah, I've got to give it to Insomniac because they have got a really good sense of humour. Because Oh, man, what a weekend they've had. One of the uh, press releases that they sent out for, I think it was for both Ratchet and for Miles Morales, they, the first thing they listed was ray-traced puddles. <laughs> which is you know after all that it's
4: quite quite good actually
3: after after all the puddle you know downgrades downgrades exactly and I think that's just just very smart of them nice
0: and uh, I want to give a shout out to their social media team as well who have been on fire this week after the reveal because they've had to uh, put out a lot of fires after one of the Sony guys went to Bloomberg and was like, oh yeah, Mars Malice is an expansion remaster for the PS5 and then just said them out loud and then in some way I go like, whoa, hang on a minute and their social media team have just copy and pasted it as a standalone game. It is a standalone game. It is a standalone game to all the people that are that are confused about it and so, fair play to you guys. That must have been a really annoying weekend for them. Right, I don't know there's much else to go into. I mean, I, I'm, I'm really uh, looking forward to Stray, this video game where you play as a cat in a world without humans
4: does anyone actually know what sort of game that's going to be because it does look so interesting i'm so um, curious
0: about it no i mean they've they've just yeah, dropped the trailer as a cat there's a cat i mean what well, i said it i've got we've got an article uh, coming up this week about um the kind of the lesser hyped ps5 games that were in that reveal and i was talking about stray and it's like well you play as a cat in a world without humans I mean what what more do you want from life and that's, that's the best way to sell it, is just that's exactly what this is. And I don't know what you do as the cat, I don't know what happens, but I mean, if that's a launch title, it's not a launch title, is it? It's
3: 2021.
0: Uh, well, I shall wait patiently for it.
3: From, from the looks of like all of the historic gifts and videos that HK uh, Dev Blog were putting up, it looks like a 3D adventure game. Where you just like navigate around the city and like there's videos of the cat moving through a train and then jumping up on a desk and things like that that are controlled. Oh, so yes. it controls so
1: That's just like that's what we want to yeah, uh, I remember the original footage has you like you're watching the scene in 3D, like uh, it's it's almost like a platformer. I remember watching like you climb up a drain pipe and run along like the, the skirting event kind of thing.
3: Yeah. But not remember, not
1: first but uh, not first person, not like over the shoulder third person, but fully posable like three D.
2: Yeah, we're going to need to be very careful of um, trees, okay? Because mm. if you get if you climb up it, you can't get down again.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> boom! Boom! I
0: wonder if they add that in? That would be fun. One more thing: Resident Evil is Resident Evil Village, is that right? Is that what? That's the actual title. Yeah. Well,
1: yeah. I mean, it's it's Resident Evil Eight, but the the V triple I is just like the L's, like the I and the two L's kind of thing. So yeah. Mm.
0: So yeah, I see people like online talking about Village. I'm like, what is that? I'm like, oh yeah, Resident Evil. So just hope the uh, the branding isn't too confusing for people. Hopefully it might be.
1: I, was, I mean, Seven seven was originally called Biohazard Resident Evil 7, wasn't it? So, yes, because it's Biohazard in Japan. Yeah,
0: I remember the, uh, I was listening to our listening along and the amount of games that we threw out before we worked out it was Resident Evil. We went, oh, this is Alan Wake. <laughs>
1: Oh, it's Silent Hill. It's not oh, Silent Hill. What is this? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> what is oh, it's like... Silent Hill. Oh. it was like, chessboard.
0: Oh, <laughs> it's got the Umbrella logo on it. That's what it is. Yeah. It was quite funny listening to Horizon because, you know, I've, li- I've watched the trailer back a few times and it's very obvious from the beginning that it's Horizon. But we were all talking and getting so excited that we completely missed it. And we didn't realize it wasn't Horizon until Aloy turned up because we were all talking over the uh, the
1: audio. <laughs> It was, it was great because two minutes, weren't we? Yeah, two minutes in, we're all watching it. Go, that's amazing. And Paul going,
4: it's Horizon. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, fucking streaming. Oh my God.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a fun listen. So if you do want to re watch the PS5 event with us, then our uh, listener along is now available on all the podcast services and our website for free. So, yeah, why not listen to Sean go what is this? 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 What is uh, this? You can listen what is to this? you can listen to Greg talking about severed feet, and come
1: <laughs> to that. that, that's just day in the life for me.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's just Greg's life. You can listen to Paul go fuck, fuck. <laughs> Lots than that, that's fun. So yeah, it's uh, it is entertaining. So uh, give it a listen, and fingers crossed, the video version will be up on YouTube's at some point.
4: Six percent uploaded week. so far. So. Oh, good
3: God, is eight. <laughs> Let let me let me just interject here. I've just seen something online that I need to talk about. Have you seen the the gifts of uh, Spider Man, um, Miles Morales? Uh, and, I have them well, the
0: Insomniac Twitter page.
3: Yeah. The it the 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 city is snowy. Yeah, I saw that in the trailer. Yeah, <gasps> it's going to be Christmas. I'm just like, remember that leak that we would like just. It's, there's no way. I'm ready, and it like all of it's come true. <laughs> Yeah, we talked about the snow, didn't we? Yeah, it's,
4: it's is it like does it, like, it, it actually settle this time though? Is that
3: was that the thing? Yeah, so like the, the, the snow is in the city, and it looked freaking brilliant. Sorry, cool. oh yeah, I've just saw the gif and got really excited. Oh, Sorry,
4: right. snow <laughs> um, does it for you, right? Eh?
3: Oh, bug snacks!
0: Bug snacks is the game. Is everyone's talking about bug snacks? Yeah, just yeah, can't. why?
1: That. I thought I I thought it looked shit. It was the yeah. bloody
0: thing, June. People just can't get enough.
2: That's one of the I, I, ones that's meant to be holiday release, so that might actually be a launch title.
1: Interesting. I just thought the the, the cutscene looked like one of those dodgy kid shows in the morning,
2: <laughs>
1: where you but, turn into strawberries. No, no, not not the not the content, just the animation <laughs> of it. I just thought the animation looked really weak. Just, I didn't care for it at all. I think it's in keeping with it's, the sort of style of that of yeah, that studio, isn't it? It's going to be the new sort of rare
0: substitute, isn't it? Yeah, we'll see. It's made by the Octodad guys, so yeah, yeah. I mean, Octodad who knows what? Who knows what to expect? But all right. Oh, yeah. And also, the Horizon logo's got a two in it if you look really closely. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. I had not um, It's not. Uh, it's not called Horizon Two Forbidden West. It's just called Horizon Forbidden West. But there's a nice little two in the uh, the middle between the uh, between the words.
3: Yeah. Just a nice
0: little touch. I'm gonna skip over to the next thing uh, because yeah, we're already running out of time as we often do. Um, Alex Kidd is coming back. Woo! Whee! How exciting! And I get a just, miracle it's just world. for you and me, I think. <laughs> yeah, 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 it is. Um, I'm still not going to be able to complete it, but it's nope. coming back <laughs> regardless. So that's exciting. And that was it, really. Uh, right. Following on from the PS5 event, we've had a weekend of indie madness with the Guerrilla Collective, the Future Gaming Show, the Escapist Indie Showcase, and just a bunch of uh, these little events that have all collided because E3 is not happening. And it's been uh, it's been pretty wild so far, and so I thought what we do instead of a indie corner, we've decided to kind of like have a look at what we think so far is our favourites, any highlights from the last few days, to uh, to have a nose on. So uh, Toby Anderson, have you got any yes. favourites that you've seen?
2: I've got a bunch. Right. Um, so I've put together already a um, a list of ten. Um, I won't go through all of them right now, but um, a list of ten that will go up on the website um, probably Monday or Tuesday. Um, that are the ones just so far. So I think there'll be another. I'll be at least another 10 before I'm done. But the ones to pick out from that little group of 10, there are some corkers out there if you like a little smaller game from an indie company, which I definitely do. The first one I was going to bring um, up was uh, Kiwi. Did anyone see Kiwi? Yes,
3: yes. The <laughs> yes. game about the, the, the typing press and jumping up and down on the keys, etc.
2: Yeah. yeah, so you're, um, you play as two little Kiwis um, called Jeff and Deborah which are just fantastic human names for two little Kiwis. Um, and, yeah, they work in a little post office, and basically you're tapping keys on a little old typewriter, and you're jumping and sitting your little furry butt down on a, on a sticker and then sticking that on a letter and then handing it over to the cassowary who's standing at the window and delivering off, off the letters and the parcels. The whole thing is just wonderful. It's, it's a very wholesome game sort of a thing from, from the, uh, the week before. Um, but I really, really like that. It looks really, really cute. Haven. Again, I won't ask if everyone's seen it, but Haven is a is a bit of a journey looking thing. Um again, like um Greg was discussing a, a while back about um stolar ash and how that looks a bit journey-like. This one's a bit journey-like, but it's kind of two people. So it's a couple who are living alone on their own planet, um, and it's a complete paradise, hence the way the word haven. Um, but then this corruption sets in they can fly around on these hover boots that they're both wearing. So it becomes this sort of journey sort of flowing thing through that, through the landscape as they, as they fix everything. That's, um, but the, what really... that's the one from Bakers, isn't it? The Fury yeah, Game Bakers. That's exactly yeah. it. Fury. And um, which is what I was just about to mention. which, which is the music sold it for me because the music is by danger again. So there'll be another Ooh. whole album of danger music to go with that one, which is sweet. It's one of the most, What's the word? Unrecognized, but absolutely amazing electronic um, music artists that's out there. And let me pick one more before I hand over to someone else. Um, Chicken Police. So I don't know if anyone saw Chicken Police. No, this this is new.
3: Tell me about Chicken Police, man.
2: Chicken Police. (laughs) (laughs) So um, it does a little bit of what it says on the tin. Chicken uh, like anthropomorphic chicken headed policemen slash noir detectives um both roosters, and they solve this hard boiled crime noir detectives uh, tale um you know you've got femme fatales with cat heads, and you've got all these criminals with weasel heads and all that kind of stuff it's very backbony. um uh, if you if you know anything about the ones that i'm interested in, then backbone was a real. Um, that's the one that's going to be fantastic next year hopefully with that when that comes out it's got real bojack feel to it but just sin city'd so if you've imagined bojack horseman but done through the lens of robert rodriguez um it looks like that and it looks very funny and it's maybe not trying to be really really hilarious but it just just looks funny anyway it's it's taking itself relatively seriously <laughs> um and it looks really really fun um so yeah i'll um I'll draw it with uh, with 3 for the moment. I've got plenty more if you want me to carry on. Um there's I, I I shout out to Star Renegades which looks incredible. Maybe I maybe I'll talk about Star Renegades. Star Renegades is this I'm sure you'll like it. It's it after you played um that Hex one that you mentioned earlier um Warborn then uh, this is this is a similar sort of thing. It's both a strategy RPG and a turn-based mech battler all at once. Um but the thing that really sold it for me it was this really cool gameplay mechanic in there it's, it's all pixel art and it looks beautiful and it's all mechs that, that there's like evolving mechs where you can put different parts on them like they're your warhammer figures but the, the really interesting bit is this mechanic where your party members can um compare up sort of and they then can have children and those children then become your party members and your squad later and the whole thing actually spans like a hundred years this game rather than just a short period of time which most games you know to be honest cover and you just you have to go through all these generations of actual characters which i found really kind of an interesting um interesting concept um and that's coming to steam and possibly switch i'll leave it at that i really will
3: but renegades really looked cool i saw the they had a really cool anime trailer for it as well yeah that was just yeah like, that was
2: on the second day of the um guerrilla collective one wasn't it
3: yeah it just like blew my mind so like the, that trailer was great anyway but then i saw the game and thought i'm going to investigate and yeah you, you're you right that is that is a really cool looking game yep
0: yes. like it cool thanks Toby. no worries be sure to check out his article for more super fancy indie games that he's looking yeah for there's to. another six on the article <laughs> I just wanted to drop in. Did you know Control was coming to PS5 and Series X? As I'd, in Remedies I'd, Control?
3: I'd, I'd heard that they, it was getting a spruce up among others. I think it was Dishonored 2. Uh, there, was, there was like a list of games that were getting a, a spruce up as part of the PS5 launch. Hmm. I just saw it on Twitter. Anyway, There's, there's 4,000 games coming to the PS5 from the PS4. Yeah. That's... Bye
0: bye PS4 Pro. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye. I don't need you anymore. It's been fun. Sean, did you see any Indies this week that you like? What a stupid question!
3: I did. I'm. I'm not going to. I'm not going to say three. I'm going to go through them very quickly because <laughs> there's a list. There is a list. So Dustborn is the new one from Red Games that did Dreamfall Chapters. Yes. Yes, that game looked fucking brilliant. Uh, like, agreed. Uh, the the fucking tone of that game just looks phenomenal. Um, all over it. Um, Sherlock Holmes Chapter One. So I've loved uh, the Frogway games, uh, even the Sinkie City, which had. Uh, some technical issues. Mm. <laughs> okay, uh, I played it. I really enjoyed it, and I stopped playing it because you said to stop. So I'm going to go back to it to finish it and tell you how wrong you are. It's anyway, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed it, uh, and I really enjoyed the other set, the, the Sherlock Holmes games. And this one seems to be taking on all the feedback that they got from the first like three Sherlock Holmes games. So I'm um, I'm interested in that one. Um, Sydney, guns blazing, which we saw a little bit earlier than this event, but it's fantastic. That looks like a really great uh, shmup uh, that that looks much better than Rigid. <laughs> Hot Rod Racing, which from the new one from Curve, which is like a 3D racer with a retro aesthetic. Looks really cool. Uh, Get to the Orange Door, a 3D, I don't know what, like a parkour simulator with guns. It looks like a, the Tron version of um, Ghost Hunter, the ghost, that parkour game that's coming out. It looks Bunkers, Made of Scare. Everyone knows about that game, it's the Welsh horror game.
2: Oh, Ghost um, Runner, by the way. Sorry, Ghost Runner.
3: Sorry, that's it. Ghost Runner. Thank you. um Made of Scare looks, is brilliant. There's, there's no offensive weaponry in the game. You've got to basically hide from these blind um, guests in this hotel, and you can basically you have to manage your breath during the game because if you breathe too loudly, they'll hear you and attack. That's terrifying. Doggone, uh, a platform about using a dog, which is brilliant. We break, uh, a skating game that's set on water, so like a skating uh, jet ski game uh, where you drive as a bear, which looks very cool. Uh, Stagehands, which looks like all of these games that are about like, moving stuff, like moving out and packing up and stuff. But it's set during a theatre like show, and you have to reposition all of the uh, scenery of the theatre while the curtain's down. And I thought that was like a brilliant take on that whole genre. Paradise Lost which is apparently the last story ever to be told on Earth. It's, it's like a, the World War II didn't, didn't end, the Nazis knew Poland, you play as a kid in, in Poland, and you're knocking around in an old Nazi bunker, and it looks very cool. Operation Tango, which was that two-player co-op game, game where it's like you you one's a hacker, one's a uh, agent, and the idea is that you have to work together, so the agent will go up and find something that the hacker will have to hack into, um, and you have to work together it's a co-op only game i've seen this concept done before in a game that, that i think just bombed on steam and i thought then that that was a brilliant concept but really poorly done this looks really good so i'm, I'm looking forward to that one serial cleaners the sequel to serial cleaner i liked serial cleaner but i didn't like the art style they've made the art style better in this game so i'm all in for that one Xo one the game about the ball that flies through the air. I watched a demo of the guy playing it today. It looked fantastic. Basically, you just you just journey through this world, uh jumping up and down on the land, getting like good speed on ramps, and head towards these monoliths with a narrator that tells you a story. It looks well chilled out. Very good for that one. Roki. I sp- talked enough about Roki. Roki's great. Skate Story, again, we talked about that, but it was brilliant that everyone finally got to see that game in motion, like a skating game where you're skating through hell with the, basically the controls from Skate 3. So, yeah, well into that. Uh, Gory Cuddle Carnage, a game where you play on a hoverboard with blades on the end of it, and you are a cat, which was very cool. Uh, Skeleton Crew, um, <laughs> like a roguelike thing where you've got a crew that is completely disposable and from Modern Warfare, very cool. Uh, Nuts. A random, like, a game where you monitor the uh, the activity of squirrels in a forest, which is like a bonkers art style. It looks brilliant, and I am really into those kind of games, so I'm hoping that comes to a platform I can play it on. I'm almost there, folks. Um, Dead Static Drive, we've talked about that before. I have written this game into so many lists. I've been writing about it for years, but it's finally coming out soon. It's basically Grand Theft Auto meets Cthulhu. Uh, you drive around the, across the America and there's like aliens and stuff and mutants and all kinds of weird stuff that you've got to get over. It's brilliant. Drake Hollow, again, saw a demo of that. Drake Hollow, I wasn't really sold on, but this, this demo was really compelling. It looked like a crafting management game, but with a story and the character that's cool and there was some decent combat in it. Uh, Lord Winklebottom, we all love Lord Winklebottom. Um, and finally, Fights in Small Spaces, everybody should be having that on the wish list that looks like a brilliant card game where you play cards and fight in small spaces. Fights in tight spaces. Fights in tight spaces. Small spaces. Oh, good. I fights got that spaces. wrong
0: so many times when James was on the podcast.
3: I know. I it's <laughs> <the laughs> so is, embarrassing. Is, is, it, is it fight in tight spaces or fights in tight spaces? It's fights, plural, in tight spaces. Right, okay, okay. Tights in fight spaces.
1: <laughs> Starring Robin Hood. Tight, tights in the right places of men in tights. Men in tight spaces. Spaces. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Men in Spacey Tights. Okay, I apologise for the long list. There was just too much to talk about. I've skipped so many, and I've taken out everything Toby talked about.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I absolutely second. Um, Signey, that looks amazing. Yes. Um, that's on my second list. It looks like it's a Schmup a story. It looks amazing. Yeah, it's wait. got a
3: really, really, great pedigree as well. It's a dream, Dream. Uh, he was, wicked at, was he Pixar beforehand?
2: Yeah. So and this beautiful, yeah. beautiful thing, and 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 then it's up and then it's like it's got a storyline to it and yeah can't wait nice i mean there's
0: there's just so many bloody games that have been announced the last few days so it's hard to keep up uh, i can third haven haven looks amazing yes really looking forward to that and um, I am sort of looking forward to Shadow Man remastered <laughs> to be honest <laughs> i remember playing that on the n64 years and years and years ago and uh, that's going to be fun uh, Persona 4 golden is out now on steam if you didn't know yeah. i know
2: i know we- and i need to Finish Persona 5, dear idea, dear, before I
3: can go and play that. <laughs> just go and just go play the better game.
0: Yeah. Oh, you
2: don't know that.
3: <laughs> I, I put 180 hours into Persona 4 gold. I know it's better than Persona 5.
2: I'm on 65-something on Persona 5, so... Uh,
0: Chris We've Tales gots. looks
2: really good. Oh, Chris Tales.
0: Chris Tales looks really good. That's got a release date now, November 17th this year, for consoles PC Beautiful. and Stadia, and it's uh, coming to next gen. Also... Um, they showed off a bit of No Straight Roads today on the uh, Gorilla Collective. Still looks absolutely awesome. I Can't wait to play it. Can we talk about Metal Hellslinger? Because it sounds like a cool concept, but I'm just not sure about it. It's a. It basically looks like Doom yeah, mixed that. with a guitar hero. <laughs> and it's essentially, you'll get more points if you manage to shoot people on the rhythm of the song that's playing in the background. And the song will get faster and more intense as the level continues and uh yeah troy baker's in there playing a skull character who's also one of your weapons and i'm not I, I don't know it looks quite fun but it also looks like doom and it looks too much like doom for me to get excited about it because it just looks so much like a game that i already really like um did you have any thoughts on house you're
2: talking to me anyone <laughs> i i don't well, think, I think it's my just... kind of game personally yeah. um it, it it does look. I think the concept's cool. I I, I like the idea of shooting on the beat um, and having that kind of you know the music that that works with you gets faster and faster. I th- supposedly once you can you can you know when you're getting your stylish rating or whatever it is, um like from Devil May Cry, then the the actual um the singing starts coming into the the songs and you yeah. know it that that sounds like a really cool concept for for musicians and people who like a bit of heavy metal. It, it could be very very cool. Yeah. Um and I do like my music, but.
1: I so don't if know, I overall. Get, I get panicked playing Doom if I've run out of ammo, so...
2: <laughs> the whole point of was... Doom is you're meant, to go, you're meant to go in as, you know, all guns blazing, you'll get more yeah, ammo know. and more health the whole time. I know.
1: I know, but I still sort of panic and go, Oh, who am I killed, and all that kind of stuff. So if I've got to listen to the same song over and over again until I get it right, I'm going to just be... At first, it's going to seem like a cool concept, and then it's going to be like, oh, this fucking song again. So, Did you, yeah. What's
0: what your history with, like, Guitar Hero and Rock Band and stuff? Did you ever enjoy them?
1: Uh, I think I gave up on Guitar when it went to wireless controllers, so the PS2 games.
0: <laughs> You're such a traditionalist, man.
1: No, no, no. I just think I lost interest when they started like charging more for wireless stuff the 360 and stuff like that. So, yeah, and I, I I, played 1, 2 in the 80s a lot, and that was it. And then I kind of haven't okay. really touched them.
0: Okay. That's, yeah, it's apropos of nothing, but I was just curious. Yeah, fair enough. So your history in the rhythm games? Uh, cool. Okay. Uh, Greg, Paul, is there any indie you've seen the last few days that you want to get yeah,
1: there? Uh, I haven't watched any of these collective things or anything like that. The only thing I've really watched is the PS5 thing um, just because of work and stuff like that. But like we dabbled on it earlier, the thing that's made me really excited was Alex Kidd getting a remake. And I don't know why, because I can't even finish the first one. But I think could, it's just... Because it's just just you really love cool. a remake. Uh, there is that. When was uh, the like, last Alex Kidd? Uh, this, this Alex Kidd in Miracle World. No, no, there was one after that, like Wonderland or something like that.
2: But how long ago were we actually talking? Uh, Upwards of twenty-five years. Okay. I never
1: even played it. I don't. I think I think there was a Mega Drive one. I can't remember. But it's 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 been twenty-five years plus.
0: (laughs) But uh, I know I never.
1: I know I remember I got quite far in Alex Kidd in Miracle World when I was younger, and it was like one of three games I had on my Master System. I had that. I had Sonic Two. I had Smash TV. So it was get good at it or Play nothing, so I got quite <laughs> far in it. But I mean, I've got the PS3 version, which is of course is the old version. God, I suck at it.
0: Yeah, it's I hard. can't play it anymore.
1: <laughs> I kind of, I don't want the remake to be easier because I want it to be true to form. But at the same time, I kind of want it to be easier so I can finish yeah. it. <laughs> the original version is included. Oh, okay. Oh, you can flip between them, can't you? Yeah, which is pretty cool. I like how they do that these days. And you can just switch yeah. to retro. You can see what it was like and go, "Oh, that's what you still look like." Okay, yeah. It's going to be Uh, never switch back again. (laughs) uh, Yeah, but no, it's been quite sort of minimal on my horizons this week. Right. It's time for the quiz answers.
0: (laughs) Okay, right. Oh, yeah. Let's do this. Okay. Come on, Paul. Let's go for a tiebreaker. Four in a row. Let's do it. it.
4: (laughs) Do it. I'm going to lose it four times in a row as well. I'm excited. Okay. Uh,
3: Question one Which rapper group? Rap group, if you're you know <laughs> from the century, um, <laughs> which rap, rap group were the first to have their own video game and custom console controller? Paul, what do you got? That the Wu Tang Clan. Wu Tang Clan is correct. They released oh. a game in 1999 called Wu Tang Shaolin Style. It was called Wu Tang Takes the Pain over here, and it was based on the Thrill
1: Kill engine. that was cancelled. It was great. Well, I've actually got th- I've got Thrill Kill.
3: Yeah, it's, it's very good. Um, question two: What type of animal is Sonic's companion Knuckles? Uh Ross, he's
1: in a chidna. That is correct. He's a what? A chidna. That was the echidna. Uh I think. <laughs> I think it's an echidna.
3: I <laughs> thought it was uh, is, No, is, is you're it, just
1: wrong on that. I thought it was pronounced a but.
3: Well,
0: well maybe uh, it is. I know what the animal is.
1: At least. A chidna.
0: According a to Google
3: earlier, it was echidna. Um because I, I did. You. I've I've always gone through life going a chidna, and I thought to myself. If, if I get through this quiz and I, I say Echidna and it's wrong, I'm going to go I checked.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you mean you checked?
3: Yeah. Okay. Question My three.
1: They, they have a four-headed penis, by the way. What? They have four-headed penises.
0: Question
3: three. <laughs> <Sorry> <laughs> okay. Um, question three. What is the name of the primary world upon which the world of Warcraft takes place? Uh, Greg? Is
1: it Azeroth?
3: Azeroth is correct.
1: Oh, I didn't know if that was just like one of the continents or the planet or.
3: Well done. Um... Is
1: one of the continents Pandera or Pandaria or
3: something? Oh, there yes. was the Panda Place, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah that was the expansion. Yeah. Damn it. That's what I got. Co- of course you got the one about like furries. Of course you got that one. <laughs> Yeah. Although I wasn't the
2: one who just had that really random fact about echidnas.
3: <laughs> I
1: don't know why I know, that, but I know... <laughs> okay, and question... that. And now you do too, dear listeners. <laughs>
3: Question four, the protagonist in Grand Theft Auto by City was voiced by which actor, Roscoe? Oh, sorry, Toby, Toby, sorry. Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta is correct, well done. Uh, Question five, according to Overwatch lore, what is the name of the enemy organisation that Overwatch fights against? Has anyone got a guess on this one? I put the Naughty Bad Court. (laughs) So close. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Okay, the answer is Talon. Talon. Oh no! No, yeah, obviously. Vaguely. Now that you've said it oh, vaguely, no. but oh. see, the the listeners are going, "What the fuck, guys?" Um, okay, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> question question six: What is the biggest open world game ever <laughs> made? Paul, is it no, no Man's Sky? No Man's Sky is correct. Wow. Yes, God! Oh, uh, oh,
1: I took that literally. I mean, it has it to, to be, is not it? Surely leading question because open world would specify one world. Um.
3: No, I mean, it's an
2: open question We're open uh, worlds, lots of them.
3: There's 18 quintillion planets to play on, so that's an you open didn't world. You say planets, did you? No, of course <laughs> I didn't say planets. <laughs> if there's no planets, you would have got it straight away. <laughs> <laughs> Which game has 16 million quintillion planets? No, was,
2: was
1: the
4: biggest
3: question? What's the biggest <laughs>
1: open world game? Yeah, Can you do the questions uh, like that next time? Absolutely, no problem, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, hang on, what was the question? What's the biggest open world game? That. That yes. is that's not really the, the open world Greg's, is one Greg's sad because he took
2: it literally uh, yeah, exactly. uh,
3: Greg just take the mate. it's fine um, question 7 <laughs> which game coined the phrase quick timed events uh, Roscoe is it my boy Shenmue it is your boy oh Shenmue boy. yeah it is <laughs> my okay. boy Shenmue. question 8 what is the name of the armoured vehicle in the original Halo Combat Evolved uh, Toby uh, Warthog Warthog is correct. <laughs> Where I was a young warthog, I would have taken M12 light reconnaissance vehicle or warthog.
2: <laughs> I was so going for Wraith as well because that's the flying one. But mm. you mean the, the armored tank thing?
3: Yes. Um, again, Sorry, question, the question was too literal, wasn't it? Question nine: What is the name of Crash Bandicoot's sister? Greg. Does it matter anymore? It's Coco. Coco, Coco Bandicoot. Yeah. Uh, and question 10, Nolan Bushnell, who founded Atari in 1972, also founded Which American Restaurant Chain? Paul? Uh, oh, is it Chuck E. Cheese? Chuck E. Cheese is correct. Oh, yes. Okay, so if you mind chatting up your scores, out of a possible 10, how many do you have Roscoe? Eight. Eight. Paul? I have nine. Nine. Toby? Oh. Six. That isn't bad. Uh, nope, I'm
2: okay, I'm happy with mine. <laughs> uh, I got eight.
3: Oh, no way. What do you mean? No way. Paul. Paul's won one, guys. A well, so round applause if you've done mine. <laughs> okay, a round of applause, then. Thank you. Uh, mate, I'll do this for every time you win a quiz, so that'll be the second. Oh, that's second. not, that's not, <laughs> personal.
4: That's not all, is it? Okay. <laughs>
3: Well done, I was disappointed because I got a really cool quiz, uh, like tiebreaker question, all about Monkey Island. Of course it is. (laughs) Uh, Well done, Paul. Thank you, man.
0: And uh, thank you, Sean. Pleasure. Right, we're going to finish this one off with Out This Week, and Out This Week, my goodness, what a week it is. June 16th, Desperados 3 lands on PCPS4 and Xbox One. You can read our review right now from Mr. Greg Hicks on fingerguns.net. Uh, on the same day, we have this integration coming out on PC, PS4, Xbox One. Uh, the Darius Cosmic Collection Console and the Darius Cosmic Collection Arcade Collection. They're both out on June 16th. Summer in Mara, you can read my review of that right now on thingagainst.net, is out on June 16th as well. Switch and PC. The Waylanders comes out on June 16th as well on PC. Hard Space Shipbreaker is coming out on PC on June 16th. June 17th, Across the Grooves, is coming to Switch, PC, and Mac which is a fantastic game. You can read my review of that right now. on am thinking that's Net. Oh, I love it. I want to play through it again soon. The game called Session is coming to Xbox One in game preview on June 17th. And Radio Squid is coming to Xbox One on June 17th as well. Let's see, Ruiner, that amazing uh, housemark. I want to say housemark. Similar to the housemark, isn't it? If it isn't. Uh, June 18th is coming to Switch. It's a great game. I think my re- I think there's a, there's a review of that actually on the site. Can't remember. It was a while ago now. At June the 19th, Burnout Paradise Remastered is coming to the Switch. And Yuz, Yuz, how do you pronounce this, Toby? Ease, ease, <laughs> ease. Memories of Celceta is coming to PS4 on June the 19th, along with Railway Empire and the Academy coming to PC. Also on June the 19th, there's this game, this little indie game from Naughty Dog called The Last of Us Part 2. It's going to be rather popular. Do keep an eye for that one. It's out on Friday. That's about it this week so it's looking pretty goddamn solid but be sure to uh have a nose at desperados 3 as well because that got a good review from us and across the grooves so that's it thank you all very much indeed for listening don't forget you can follow us everywhere all over the place Um, you can follow our link tree which is in the, the description below to find us on every single social platform twitch platform spotify all that stuff all the links are below and so is our Twitter handles for our individual ones and Twitter as well, at FNGRGNS. And we'll see you next time. Thank you very much indeed for listening. It is goodbye from Mr. Toby Anderson. Sayonara. Goodbye from Mr. Paul Khaled. Uh See you later. Goodbye from the FFG, Mr. Sean Davies. Teraduk. Goodbye from Mr. Grey Kicks.
1: <laughs> Sorry, I can't tell. it seriously have to teraduk. <laughs> what's What's the Southwest version? Right then, see you later. Yeah, later
0: is... And goodbye from me. I've been Roscoe. Thank you very much indeed for listening to the Finger Guns Podcast.